0: You are listening to the Life After Infidelity podcast, a podcast designed to help women who have been cheated on heal from anger, shame, sadness, and confusion so they can heal, reclaim their power, and live the life of their dreams. You will leave each episode with a heart of comfort knowing you are not alone in your struggle and empowered to make informed decisions about your relationships moving forward. Because whether you choose to leave or stay after infidelity, both decisions will be hard, and I'm here to help you navigate your heart. All right. Hello, beautiful. How are y'all feeling? Um I hope y'all are having an amazing day today. Um So of course, if you're listening to this, my name is Brianna Latrice and I am your favorite affair recovery coach, helping you to remove the shame of your decision to leave or stay after infidelity because both decisions will be hard and I am here to help you navigate your hard. And so you guys like, (laughs) I'm like geeking myself out because this is an impromptu episode and let me explain give you some context so i have made a commitment to myself to go live every sunday at seven o'clock central let me clarify that because a lot of people reach out to me they're like okay what time zone are you in but yes i have made um the commitment to myself to go live at seven o'clock central every sunday okay And, um, I went live last night, just talking about five tips for, um, you know, navigating sadness and grief and depression, um, after experiencing infidelity during the holidays. And I don't know, I thought that, you know, this was a very good episode and I should record it. So with that being said, um, it's me, Solo Dolo. So I'm excited. I'm, not, I'm, I'm nervous, but also um, excited because for me to take this on and do an episode by myself, like I've done episodes by myself, but that one was more so of me telling my story. And then um, the other one was just like real impromptu. And I really need to go look over that trust letter, but it was just a raw, authentic um edit of me recording that audio. Um, And so today, I want to talk about the things that I shared with um, the online world when I went live. And I'm not going to say that these are in any order, but these are how I wrote them down. And so I want to share them with you. And so um, what I want to say is that me and my ex-husband, we stopped celebrating holidays when we were dating. And so, you know, as I thought about this, I was like, man, I don't, I don't, it's hard for me to kind of connect with, you know, grief during the holidays, um, because we didn't celebrate them. And so I've been so far removed from it, but I know that that is not everyone's experience. And so I, I want to share with you some of the things that um, will be helpful for you, especially as I've been working with clients and things like that. And so let's just get into it, y'all. So the first one is be still and settle yourself. And when I say that, it's because uh, you'll find that, you know, uh, especially during this time of the holidays, right, we will purposefully Purposely? Purposely? <laughs> purposefully? One of those words, y'all. y'all. Y'all know what I mean. But we will purposely um, busy ourselves in the day-to-day of holiday parties and gatherings or gift-giving or going to get gifts and things like that. We will purposefully, that word is getting me, we will purposely do just busy ourselves. And you will notice that a lot of times you're doing that to actually avoid feeling the feels, right? And so in tip one, I just wanna say, be still and settle yourself. And some of the things that I want you to think about, or I want you to ask yourself rather, when you are just being still is what am I feeling, right? I want you to ask yourself, like when you are sitting still, I want you to ask yourself, what is it that you are feeling? And what is it that you are trying to avoid feeling? And really, I want to flip that. I want you to say, if you know that you have been busy, I want you to ask yourself, what is it that I have been avoiding allowing myself to feel? And then I want you to sit with that and think about it. And then I want you to ask yourself, well, what is it that I am feeling? Right, and then I want to I want you to ask yourself what feelings, what emotions, what thoughts am I trying to avoid? These type of questions really help you get down to the root of things, right? Um, you know, it's very important to sit still. But the th- thing is, when you are sitting still you really need to know what questions to ask. And you have to ask the right questions. And I guarantee you that in that moment of stillness, when you do allow yourself to ask those questions, you know, your spirit is going to connect uh, with, you know, your higher power, your higher self, however and whatever it is that you believe, your spirit is going to connect and you're going to get those answers. So I want you to ask yourself, if you are busying yourself, ask yourself, what is it that I am trying to avoid feeling? Then I want you to ask yourself, what am I feeling? And what feelings, emotions, and thoughts am I trying to avoid? Y'all, that's good right there. I'm trying to tell you that's right there. That's the money winner. Um, okay. Number two, am I being true to myself? And what I mean by this is uh, somebody was giving me an example the other day. Um, It's actually a lady that I'm going to have on my podcast. And she said uh, her and her uh, ex-husband now, but her husband at the time, they were getting ready to close on a house. And (laughs) the night before they were supposed to close on this house, he did not show up. And so... I can't remember if she said he met her at the signing location or if he came home that morning and then they went and signed for the house. And um, she said she remembers just having to be fake in front of these people and not showing how hurt and how angry and how upset she was at the fact that her husband, whom she is now signing a house with, did not show up. And so a lot of times what we'll find is that in relationships we're not being true to ourselves because we do everything in our power to make the betrayer look like a good person. Um you know I even think about my personal experience. The very first time that I found out that my ex-husband was cheating before he even said I'm sorry which anyways I'm not going to get into that. But before he even said I'm sorry Um, he said don't tell my daddy Like he didn't care about how I was feeling how devastated I was. He said don't tell My father And so what I want you to think about is that as you are going into these holiday gatherings as you're getting ready to Spend time with your family. Um, how are you showing up? Are you being true to yourself? um Are you keeping things hidden because your partner, your betrayer, or your ex has asked you to? Um, Or are you even hiding behind shame, right? Are you hiding behind shame because, you know, this is the first time that you're gonna be around family and your divorce has been finalized? Are you hiding behind shame because he cheated on you before and then you took him back, right? Are you hiding behind shame because people have told you, several times not to get with this person, this person ain't no good. And then you realize, oh crap, this person ain't no good. So what is it that you are ashamed about? Are you hiding behind shame that is preventing you from showing up and being true to yourself? And um, when we talk about this, like what, if you are being ashamed or if you do feel shame, let me say that, then what I want you to ask yourself is, What does being true to myself look like in this moment? I'm going to repeat that again. What does being true to myself look like in this moment? Okay. Um, And then after you ask yourself that, I want you to ask yourself a follow-up question. Why aren't you walking in it? I guarantee you, if you do what I'm, I'm telling you to do, ask yourself, what does not being true to myself, what does being true to myself look like in this moment and why am I not walking in it? I'm telling you, it's going to be so much truth that comes out of that. It's going to be so much clarity. It's going to be so much healing and restoration. If you actually take the time to sit down and ask yourself that question, you have no idea how powerful that whole little stillness is going to be. Okay. Um, and I guarantee you, I know you're probably on here like, okay, well, we, you supposed to give me the tips. Trust me. It's a buildup, baby. Okay, just give me time. It's a buildup. But here's the thing. A lot of us want surface level um, feedback on how to deal with a very tra- traumatic experience. And a lot of the times people are wondering why, you know, shoot, their healing is surface level. Because that's all you're looking for. You're looking for surface level solutions to a deeply rooted problem. And it don't work like that. And so a lot of times when people hear where I start and how I have you to ask these questions, like it's, you know, it's easy for me to be like, oh, you know, go listen to happy music, you know, Um, surround yourself around positivity, which all of that, is necessary. However, I want to get to the core of why you're making decisions that you're making, why you feel ashamed behind this, why you are not walking in your truth. Why are you allowing someone to constantly mistreat you? I just had a client this week, last week, and I told her, I said, you allow yourself, you allow other people to treat you one step lower than you treat yourself. And what that means is that in relationships, if you don't validate yourself, you're going to be looking for that validation and that security in somebody else, right? And that's what's going to make you stay in relationships longer because you haven't learned how to do things for you. So if you talk bad about yourself, then you can't expect somebody else in your intimate space. To not talk bad about you. I know this sounds crazy. But I'm being real y'all. If you don't see yourself as valuable. As worthy enough. Then how do you expect. Somebody else. In your intimate space. To see you that way. You're showing people how to treat you. Through how you treat yourself. I guarantee you. I know it for a fact. So. You will allow people to treat you one step lower than you treat yourself. Every day you should be telling yourself, girl, I'm beautiful. Girl, you got this. Girl, I'm so proud of you for what you did today. Girl, you are bad, whatever. Because here's the thing. When you get in your next relationship, that person is only going to compliment you and not complete you. So what, he tells you you're beautiful. You already tell yourself that. So what, he tells you that he's proud of you. You already tell yourself that. So what, he buys you flowers. You already buy yourself flowers. Because what happens is that when you start to see yourself as valuable, when you start to see how 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 deserving you are of things, then what happens is you don't attach yourself to a person out of scarcity. You don't attach yourself to a person because they're feeding an insecurity That you're starving yourself of. So this is why. I have you do these type of questions. I have you dig deeper. This is why I don't worry about the surface level things. And you know what y'all? I think this is why I don't do no alone um, podcast talk. Because I'm about to go into preaching. Jesus. All right. Number three. Release the hooks. Um. When I talk about releasing the hooks, and I actually have this um, in my upcoming book, which is, is a beautiful chapter. Um, and it's one of my favorite chapters because this was the final straw for me or the final step for me that I had to take in order to start my healing. And what I mean by releasing the hooks, the hooks are, what are those things are people um, that are connected to your ex that could possibly reel you back in, that could possibly trigger you, that could possibly deter you from your healing and get you back reconnected with your ex. Um so if you if you're really on your healing journey, you're not following his social media page. You just not. Um I did a um an impromptu live with a guy that I met on um a group and uh he had shared that he had been cheated on. And so I wanted him to come on and share some male perspective. And so we got on an Instagram live impromptu. He didn't even know that I was going to ask him to come up. And um, the next day, one of his exes hit me up in my DMs and was just like, um, you know, saying she was triggered by a guest that I had on, but she's on her healing journey. Here's the thing. If you're really on your healing journey, you ain't following the person that you're trying to heal from. If you're really on your healing journey, even if you were following them and you got the indication that they were live, you wouldn't click on it. If you're really on your healing journey and you uh, get the notification that they're live and you do decide to click on it and then you see what they're talking about, you wouldn't stay there and listen to it. So. We have to and if you don't have kids with this person or anything like that, what's the point of you staying connected to this person's family? Oh, because you love their mother. Oh, because you have a great relationship with their sister and all of them are great. I'm telling you, those are excuses to keep you connected, to keep you holding on because a part of you still wants to hold on to that what was, but you are not truly going to heal until you allow yourself to release those hooks and if you have kids right then you need to talk about with family and loved ones what those boundaries look like now you still need to you know befriend um or what is it different unfriend you still need to unfriend everybody associated with him from your facebook page and you need to explain that to them you can tell them hey um I'm, I'm, I know that I'm on my healing journey and that if I see a picture with my ex, you know, tagged in it, or if I see a picture that you post and my ex is in there, that could possibly trigger me. So I'm going to have to remove you from all of my social media accounts. And um, I still need to have a relationship with you for the sake of the kids however these are the conversations that i'm willing to have please don't bring him up because that is not going to be good for me as i am on my healing journey right now you have to be clear and be able to set those boundaries in place but by all means because here's the thing people will lie to themselves all day and say oh well you know we need to stay connected via facebook because of the kids no you don't No, you don't. No, you don't. So you need to allow yourself to release those hooks. Those mutual friends that aren't really your friends, but they became your friends through him. This like, I'm gonna move on, but release the hooks. Okay. And I know that normally I am a little passionate or, you know, soft-spoken. I've heard a lot of People tell me that I have a very nice, calming voice and um, that I do. And I can speak that way. However, my heart wants this for y'all. My heart wants healing for you. My heart wants restoration for you. My heart wants happiness for you. My heart wants you to get the life, the desire, the relationship, the family that your heart desires, but we can't do it when we're playing this surface level game. So excuse me if I am a bit passionate. For number four, I'll keep my voice soft and subtle. And I'm going to say for number four, I want you to journal what you're feeling. And the reason that I want you to do this is because it helps give you clarity to what you're feeling. And it helps give words to what you're feeling as well. And so um, I want you to do that. I want you to um, journal what you're feeling so that it can help give you clarity and words to what you're feeling and what you're thinking. And again, as you notice, um, these things really just require you to sit still. A lot of times we are running away from the issue at hand preventing us from actually getting to the root call so that we don't allow ourselves to go through and experience this thing again. And so um, I can't stress that enough, you guys. I just want you to journal what you're feeling and be truthful with yourself. Like whatever it is that you're feeling like, let it out. Because here's the thing. It's also, um, it it's, it's, it's cleansing. Um, a lot of people, People have even said, hey, just to get it out on paper, just to get it out of me has been so healing. And they've noticed how there's like this release in their bodies where their shoulders decrease and they're not breathing is, you know, is um, as, as shallow and, you know, they're able to think a little bit clearer. They feel a lot better. Um, There's healing in releasing. And so I really want you to think about that and sit down and just journal what you're feeling. I was looking over my old journals um, the other day and like I was just pouring it out. And I remember just saying like, like, I was like, man, I'm just so angry at myself and I'm so mad and I can't stop stalking this girl's page. And I just kept asking myself, like, even when he had the choice to come home, he chose another woman over me right? Because we're dealing with all of those things, but you don't know what it is that you're feeling to try to even heal it. Let alone you want to move into another relationship and you haven't set with what you're feeling. You have to get all of that out. Your truth. Number five, um, if you are nervous about going around family and, you know, one of the things that you're telling yourself is, hey, I'm going to avoid um, my family. So I'm just, I'm going to choose not to go to the event. Um, I know this may sound tough right now uh, in the season that you're in, but I want to tell you this, that's avoidant behavior and that's not going to get you anywhere. As long as you choose to avoid the hard things, you're only suppressing. Let me say this. As long as you avoid the hard things, you're only prolonging your true healing and restoration in this process. Um, uh, One of my clients today, she, I was telling her how I had been bragging about her all week. Like I I had been on a couple of podcast interviews and um, just conversations with people and with some of my therapist friends. And um, I was just telling her how proud I was of her. And so before we got off the call, she was like, I'm just curious, what are the things that you are you're telling these people? And I told her, I said, you know, really what it boils down to is I get on a lot of discovery calls with women who are saying that they want to get on this healing journey. I start off doing a lot of coaching sessions with women who say that they want to heal from infidelity. But healing and even staying both require work. Both are hard and you have to be ready to do the hard, things. And so I was just telling her, I said, man, you got this fight in you. Everybody everybody says they want to do this, but everybody does not have the fight to continue to go through, work through your own personal issues. Look at your own demons, right? Your own monsters, your own shadows, and work through those and acknowledge those and call those out. Because here's the reality. And here's why it's hard. And here's why so many women don't finish the process it's because it is hard to call out your own BS and then work through it. But the truth is, you ain't gonna never attract something different until you look within you and see what it is that is attracting that. And so. Um, just don't be avoidant. I I don't know why I got off on this tangent, but somebody need to hear that, I guess. Um, because avoidant behavior is going to prolong your healing. And so I'll say this, even in the healing journey, it's going to hurt. Like even with this, this particular client through our sessions, I've asked her some really difficult and tough questions, but guess what? She told me the session before last, she was like, man, I got my power back. I got my voice back and it feels good. And she was like, and even though I'm broken hearted, I still have joy now. I've got my joy back. You know what that means? Do you? She even talked about in our last call, how her husband had hit her up and she didn't answer the phone. And that was the first time she's ever done that. And I asked her, I said, why, why do you think that you had, that you did that? Why did, you- wh- where did that come from? Where did, where did you get that strength to not be weak and succumb into his drawing? And she was like, because I'm starting to see the value in myself in the worth." But I'm telling y'all that comes through the work. And being avoidant ain't going to get you there. You've got to be willing to face it. So number five, what I was going to say is um, if you are saying that, you know, you are trying to avoid your family, you don't want them all in your business, you know, all the stuff that we tell ourselves just because we want to be avoided. Here's the thing. All you have to do is keep your responses simple, clear, concise, and straight to the point. That's it. And that's all, y'all. So what that means is that if a family member comes up to you and says, oh, well, where is so-and-so? You can say, oh, um, we've decided to uh, take some time apart. And so he's with his family and I'm with mine for the Christmas holidays. Somebody come up to you. Oh, my mom. Yeah, I heard you got a divorce. What happened? Yeah, he just decided to, um, you know go against some of the core values that I, I believe are necessary in my relationships. And I just decided that that was something that I didn't want to put up with. And guess what? You're not going into this elaborate, um, detailed conversation of what he did and what he did wrong. You don't have to do that. You keep it clear, concise and straight to the point and you keep everything on you. Yes, um, I made the decision to leave. Um, He broke a vow, something that I said was a deal breaker for me. And he knew that early on in our relationship. And so I made the decision that was best for me. Don't be overthinking it. It ain't that hard. Were they going through it with you? Were they in your support group? Were they answering phone calls? Were they helping you to pick up the pieces, were they wiping your tears away when you were crying late at night? I'm sorry I feel like I'm fussing at y'all, but I want y'all to get through this holiday season. I love y'all. Really, I do. Um number 6 is know your capacity and be okay with expressing that. Um and what I mean by that is um So I found out that my ex-husband, but my husband at the time, the first time that I found out he was cheating on me, I found out in mid-October, and that was right around the corner from Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is our big holiday for our family. Like we rent out a hotel room space. We do a family talent show. Like it's a whole vibe. And normally... Um, for the family talent show I am the host and so this particular um, Thanksgiving, you know, they came up to me. They were pressuring me to be the host and I I literally remember Looking at my mama or somebody I believe it was my mama because even she was like brie get up and be the host and I was like I just can't I can't now mind you Um, you know, while I'm fussing at y'all about, you know, hiding behind the shame and stuff, but that's why I can tell you these things because I've been through it, I've dealt with these things. Um, I hadn't, outside of my mom, shared with anybody that my husband was cheating on me. So so nobody else knew why I was so down and why I was so sad. And I remember one of my aunts saying, Oh man, Brie, you're getting so boring now. And I remember that that like, that stung me because it was like, I get it. Everybody who knows me knows I'm the class clown. I was voted class clown on my high school class, my senior class, which lets you know who and how I am. Um, Everybody knows in my family, I'm one of the family clowns. I'm the family fool, even at work, like I'm the clown. Like they they gonna call me if we have a gathering, they gonna call me up to the front so I could do some entertainment, honey. It's just me. And I remember thinking, wow, I'm always making other people laugh. But when do I have the time to just be sad, be hurt? And that really hurt me when my aunt said, man, Bree, you're becoming so boring. But she didn't know how broken I was. I mean, you guys, if you've heard any of my story, when I found out the first time, I made myself stop at woman six. So not only am I dealing with the fact that my husband cheated on me, I'm dealing with the fact that he cheated on me with multiple women, multiple. And his behaviors hadn't changed in this month. Because mind you, when I'm asking him, why can't he stop? He's saying he can't stop cold turkey. Because mind you, when I ask him, well, why couldn't you stop? He said, well, I know I think good things must come to an end. So I knew I was going to get caught eventually. Mind you, I'm looking at these pictures of these females that he went with. And now I'm comparing myself to them. I saved pictures of these women in my phone. Because I was like, I'm going to practice the poses that they had that they sent him and try to send them to him. But then I was so insecure that even when I would practice, I never sent the pictures. I'm broken and I'm hurt. And so this last one is, I want you to know your capacity and be okay with expressing that. So even in your journaling, as you're talking about what you're feeling and how you're feeling, I want you to make space for what your capacity to, will be as you are navigating this holiday experience, okay? Um, and then of course, whatever you do, do not place yourself in dark rooms, in dark spaces. Do not regress away. Find you a support group and let your support group know what it looks like for you when you are falling into depression, um, I tell this story often with um, one of my running friends that I had. We were training for a marathon, and every morning we would run before work. And um, this particular time, I hadn't ran, I hadn't gotten up and ran in probably like a week and a half, almost two weeks. And so I remember texting her saying, Hey, um, I'm falling into depression. And this is what my depression looks like. When I don't wake up in the mornings to make it to you to run, that's a sign. Um, When I'm sleeping early or sleeping a lot, that's a sign. When I have a loss of appetite and you see that I'm starting to lose weight, that's a sign. And so I want you to be aware of your signs. And I want you to tell some of your core people what your signs are so that they can know that they need to step in and help you. Okay. Um, And if not, I want you to know that I am always, always, always here for you. Okay. You can find me on Instagram at life underscore after underscore infidelity underscore. And you can send me a DM and um, let's get on a free discovery call. If you thought that this information was helpful and you're ready to go deep and you're ready to heal from what you're healing from, if you have decided to stay with your partner and you need to determine if he's a good partner to rebuild trust with, hit me up. Let's talk about it. Um, or if you're making the decision to walk away and you need somebody to help you navigate that, hit me up. Let's talk about it. Okay. Um, So hit me up on Life After Infidelity on Instagram and let's get a consultation call scheduled. Okay. Um, Other than that, you guys, I just want to say I love you all. I hope that you have an amazing holiday season. Okay. Be with the ones that you love. Don't be avoidant. Okay. Um, Be with them. And um, I will see you in the next episode. I am cooking some salmon and I smell it right now. And I'm like, Lord, I hope this salmon ain't dried out while I'm trying to record this episode. But I wanted to get this to you guys um, during this time. And so remember, I'm your favorite affair recovery coach, Brianna Latrice. And continue to follow me, you guys, because the good news is my 49-day devotional will be coming out soon at the top of the year healing the heart from infidelity. So I'll see you in the next episode. Bye, beautiful. Hey, beautiful. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow the show so you can stay connected with a community of women who can relate to what you're experiencing. And do me a favor, take a screenshot that you were listening to the show and tag me on Instagram at life underscore after underscore infidelity underscore. I love to connect with you, hear your story of infidelity, and show you some love over there. Until next time, I'm your host, Brianna Latrice, reminding you that whether you choose to leave or stay after infidelity, both decisions will be hard, and I'm here to help you navigate your heart. See you next time, beautiful.